Welcome to the Razzcast. What is this? Armchair conversations with different people from different walks of life about different topics. Like, I say different a lot. Art, life, spirituality, whatever else comes up. This is both a documentation of life and excuse to talk to friends. What is up, guys? I'm going to try to do this intro like two to three times. Um, on this episode, we have Lucid Dreams, uh, artist, entrepreneur, farmer, vegan, health nut, turned into low-key yogi, um yeah this is just a dope conversation with a really good friend of mine i have not talked to in like a whole year um yeah we literally just talk about the most random things bitcoin comes up blockchain i don't know but it's a really dope conversation i hope you guys enjoy um for a little update fyi the episodes might be coming out a little bit slower i have a lot on my plate right now um currently doing a a coding technology boot camp thing so if it takes a little bit longer for episodes i'm not done i'm doing my best to put them out and like i said this is my little hobby slash for people to enjoy so um yeah i uh, hope you guys enjoy remember to follow and go look up all of lucid dream stuff in the show notes and yeah let's get to it welcome to the Razzcast. what's up Welcome back, people. Uh, on this episode of the Razzcast, we have or Lucid Dreams or whatever, the, aka the man who owns a, a farm now. Um, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> I don't. I didn't even think about this. What? What, what should I put as the title of this? Because I'm definitely gonna. Because you know, everyone has like you know. I have friends who have like all these businesses, things, and all this random stuff. So I'm gonna put like. Yeah. So I'm gonna put like put, artist, uh, businessman, j- vegan, farmer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bunch of different things, but just put lucid dreams. Yeah. And um yeah, we don't have to worry about my government name. Yeah, Lucid Dreams. There we go. Uh I'll I'll cut out the actual government. Welcome, Lucid Dreams. What's up? How you been? How's life? I've been good, man. Ta- well, I've been very, very good. I've been all right. I had a, um to be honest, I had to go to the hospital like a little couple months after um i last saw you um <clears throat> i had some like some gi Ooh. Uh, issues going on but i fixed them nice and uh through the power of plants we are we are here there you go there you go well speaking speaking of the random amount of things you do tell tell the people you know that is what they had a question of i know you do like I do want to know, like, because I realized we haven't really talked about, like, how you got, like, started and did, like, came to do music. But then on top of that, you have, like, you are part of an arts collaborative. But then now I realize, as you say, now you've gone through the power of plants. And so now you have a growing farming delivery vegan business. And then I also saw you did, did some ice baths as well. Oh, yeah. Um I haven't done a ton of those ice baths. Don't get it twisted. That, no, I just want to ask how that, that was. That stuff is hard. <laughs> I just was, um, that's, that's more of an experience question. Yeah, yeah. No, the ice baths are, are amazing. It's an extremely, um, like, ah, shit, I don't even know where to start. So, um, so the ice baths are awesome. It's a great way to, like, break up, like, lactic acid hmm. in your body. It's also really, really good. Um, for any type of like inflammatory issues you're having. And um, 
it's also been proven to um so like um if you have like a neurological dysfunction and i'm not any type of a medical professional or a chemist or anything so i don't know a bunch of neurological dysfunctions but let's say you're about to go paralyzed mm-hmm. you know that would probably be the the harshest neurological situation or i guess like alzheimer's or something right. something crazy like that cold water like resistance training is like super super next level way to um to try to get your um your neurological function back and um and so yeah i was doing it um with my friend andre andre wilson who studied with um the Iceman wim hof love wim hof who is like just oh man such a such a next level being and he he taught andre a lot of these techniques but what's more important to me like i i feel like i i do them i do them a little bit more but i really don't have like a <laughs> a great setup for it mm-hmm. andre like has like a mini fridge that he just like keeps stocked with ice oh my god and he has like an outdoor tub. He also has an outdoor shower, which I I really um we're gonna talk about where where I'm gonna be trying to move soon. But hopefully once I'm in that place, I can get an outdoor shower because they're showering outdoors is amazing. It sounds like it. You're like, yeah, that's man, it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. It's like cool cool well well i'm a big i the all i've looked into some of like wim hof stuff and that's one reason i act because it's like oh i've done the breathe i've done the breathing i'm do the, the the cold showers here there not right now that's just fucking brutal um oh <laughs> uh, but i try to do i try to if you can't handle the cold showers because i do a cold shower every day but um i don't do it like i do hot first yeah yeah you no, know yeah I've definitely and now, then I go cold. Yeah, I used to do the just what I used to do was like just do straight cold, and now it's definitely like a warm cold warm because it's like oh nah, this is this is a struggle. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's is, a lot, and and you know we African, so uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> we're not really built for this. <laughs> I, I am built for this cold. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, the one like I said before, like I did have wonder like how did you like because i know we talked a little bit like early on when we first met like how you started making music but in general how did you come to like you know become lucid dreams and make the music you're making and create the community you have created kind of all right i'm gonna try to explain that in a short way because i feel like that's the funner way to um there you go your information (laughs) so uh when i was in the fifth grade um i started playing trumpet my mom uh, taught me how to play trumpet because it was the only instrument she knew how to play. And so I learned how to play trumpet. I really, really liked it. And then when I got to high school, I switched to playing tuba because I wanted to get into some other stuff. And I really liked um, the bass and whatnot. But I was a fan of like New Orleans jazz and stuff and kind of had some like dreams in my head that ended up being fulfilled later in college. I was studying music. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the low brass studio at the University of Louisiana. Um, I did not finish school, but I um, started a band called New Natives Brass Band. 
which is the now the premier second line band in Lafayette, Louisiana. Lafayette, Louisiana didn't really have um, any type of uh, Orleans styled or or just like Mardi Gras like brass band situation. Right. And um, so I, that was just good timing. At the same time, I was uh, developing music of my own. I had been making beats uh, since about like the eighth or ninth grade. Just, um, I mean, I was making like dubstep and house music and stuff <laughs> and, and all types of just interesting things. But uh, I'd always been writing poetry and rapping and doing stuff like that. So like, I don't know, I think around like 2016, or no, it was before that. It was like 20, 2015, maybe. I started lucid dreaming. I had started like, um, I had always been uh, into lucid dreaming, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until about um, 2014 or, or 2013, I watched a movie called Waking Life with a bunch of my friends and one of my, um, and some colleagues that will form friends who are now colleagues too. <laughs> uh, we watched a movie called Waking Life and it's a Richard Linklater film. He made the movie Boyhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that film, um, it goes, it, it, it talks about um, lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. And um, there's just a lot of notable uh, people and a lot of notable quotes and aspects of that movie that made me understand what I had been doing kind of like my whole life. And, um, and I used to lucid dream a lot. Like I can't stress, like when I was little, I used to lucid dream like a lot. And, um, but I had no real understanding of what was going on. Mm-hmm. This movie kind of enlightened me um, a lot. And I have been like, mind you, like, late high school, early college, I've been going through a lot of different things. Um, I lost a lot of like friends, family members and stuff. And I was definitely like on like a soul searching kind of like, you know, going into that uh, introspective existential, um, you know, thing that us creative people do at that early 20 years Mm -hmm. of our life. And so, um, the whole lucid dreaming thing was like becoming apparent to me. And so I started training myself to do it more. And, um, and then I got pretty good at it. At the same time, I was starting to make music and, um, and yeah, like, like you said, like, I, I, I never really went by a bunch of names. I kind of had like my government name and like, like family nicknames and stuff. But at that point I was just like, I'm just call myself lucid dreams. Cause like, I felt like that was like the portal to like the world I was trying to open people up to. So that's, that's pretty much like the whole story of the music and whatnot. And so I dropped the first uh, Lucid Dreams project. It was called um, The Delicate Finesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's on SoundCloud. Um, I'm, I'll, pro- I'll probably never take it off of SoundCloud, but uh, I'll definitely never post it anywhere else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just because it was like, it was just super primitive, but um, uh, I don't know. There's a couple of good things in there, but it, it was really primitive. Um, and then I had a project called Murmurs from like 20 something. Oh, I'm sorry. I fast forward. My second project was a beat tape called um, 
with a variety pack and that's on um soundcloud as well personally i like that more than the first album but um then i dropped an album called murmurs from like 20 something which is like my i guess like my freshman like album Mm. and and it was like a full-length project and um and most of the, I only produced one song on the album and um, the rest of the production was done by friends and colleagues of mine. And then, um, and then I rapped on the whole tape. And then the next project I put out was called um, hashtag link in the Bayou. Mm-hmm. And so that was like my, uh, my last like full length vocal instrumental album too as well i i did everything on that album with a couple features on there as well and then i put out uh um and then so that link in the bayou was last year right since then i've put out five beat tapes and um (laughs) it's like i'm turning i tried to Yeah, I, after I put out your link in the bio, I was like, yep, I got five more albums ready for the year. And I don't even know if anybody was listening when I when I kept saying that, but <laughs> I put them all out. And uh, yeah, and so now I'm working on another project and um, getting is going to be a preamble to a um, to a bigger project. But uh yeah, that's pretty much the whole story of like how I came to be Dude, doing. Um, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, the only little bit of like quote unquote lucid dreaming experience I've had was was I did a little bit using binary beats back in high school because you know you gotta search the internet. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but that is definitely like a. That's really dope that that was like a, a a way you came to know like stuff and then ended that became like such an important like thing, and then now you literally like that's one awesome work. I always forget. Well, I don't forget. I realize how much like awesome work I think you have, but it's like kind of like an awesome reminder every time. It's like, oh yeah, this man just puts out music. Just all the list. Just 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 here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could put out more like. To be honest, and and I guess, uh, and I keep thinking about knowledge when I when I say this to myself. But like, if I could, like, I would just make music for as long as I like I could. Like, if I could just, I don't have the attention span that I, I want to have, mm-hmm. and I also don't have the time that I need to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but like. When I sit down and I'll make music, I just want to sit down and make it as long and as good as I can and um, and just put, just keep dropping stuff. And I'm going to do that a lot more now. But, uh, you know, COVID is just, you know, you had to switch gears on them, you know? You, right. had, to, you had to really figure out uh, what part of this, this uh, whole game you're trying to keep up with. Mm-hmm. And so, like, just through working, working too much and, uh, you know, not settling down. But uh, but we're getting back. We're getting back this year. I don't know how many projects I'm going to drop this year, but uh, for I for sure got two two in the works right now. Mm-hmm. So be be ready. That's dope. I am. I am always excited to hear what new things you put out. 
appreciate that, man. Well, then continuing off of that, just in art in general, and then I know you have the collective, and I the collective I'm slightly a part of, but every time I'm like, how I never asked you how this came about is willingly rejected, and then just like what that ex- also explain to people like what that is and like the whole concept of that because there are like small things that people could like legitimately look look up online and like there are art exhibits there's music performances there are like things still going on there's just finished a um clothing campaign um like there. right right so if you tell people about that so willingly rejected is just um uh, is just a really rich creative uh collective from um predominantly from from south south louisiana it was started by Ben Gidry, Corman Winters, Donnell Flugents, as well as a couple other um, notable people who don't don't are not like fully active with us anymore. Yeah, I met all these guys in college, and um, just through like work ethic and like understanding of what we want as um, as artists and stuff, we kind of. Uh, you know, we just came together and we were like, hey, we're going to um, make this a big, a bigger thing. And we we pretty much tried to. Um, well, we're still trying to just like boost uh, DIY art and um, keep it at the forefront, because a lot of. Uh, I mean, me and you, we met working at an art gallery. Mm hmm and uh or an arts an art center as well as like an event center you know <laughs> we're right. doing all types of stuff and yeah definitely um definitely a big part of what i've learned from being in the art world because i got introduced to the to the art world by um a guy named leo from new orleans mm-hmm. like um for what i would consider like the professional art world and and through that, I realized that how much of um, this stuff is centered around like stuff that has nothing to do with art, right? And um, how like there's not, especially nowadays too, because um, the and we can say whatever we want about the internet and opportunity and stuff, but a lot of this stuff is really uh, centered around like the the quantitative algorithm mm-hmm. of of just like keep putting out shit and uh and like figure out like figure out the audience and then cater to that over and over and over again and getting better at that and uh and that's cool for like a car you know or like i don't know some like a computer or the next cell phone but for art and music and stuff, I'm really not trying to like, like nobody was listening to Miles Davis being like, oh, I can't wait till he plays the notes I want. Like, like, no, dude, that shit is boring. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I had to learn a lot about uh, just about how like you really have to create your own stage. You got to create, you got to create your own everything if you really, if you're really about this stuff being a success you know 
Yeah. It's like uh this is like the interview that I had yesterday that's also gonna like be the one right before yours. I was talking to a lighting designer and we were talking about how like this is a it is it is a it is a business like there's a business part to this. There is a there is a it isn't just like I guess we get to make art and that's a great thing and that's wonderful. But there is a if you wanna be able to do this, you have to learn that it's like, oh no, there was a business aspect to this and the the I would say romantic a lot of romanticized version that you know no one ever talks about until you're like in it you know um mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. one thing that i like me and my friends would joke about with uh with the and like the people i like graduated college from of like like we would look at our teachers in our in our like last year fucking paying all this shit and we were like why didn't you tell us that this would get us no fucking money and they're like what you expected us to tell you this from the beginning i'm like yes that way i would have fucking gone this far <laughs> like <laughs> right right exactly or like that, look, or at least look at it like i mean me personally i'm kind of okay with it just because i've had more like business ass classes and more like technical classes rather than art classes just because of like me realizing that shit hella fucking soon that i could like apply right, it to other right. shit but it is still like a frustrating thing of like people who i know who do who just did art and they no one talked about the business part about it no one talked about any of this stuff it's like you can take the time to get better at something but if you don't know how to do business no one's gonna and no one knows you're gonna get fucked and then you're gonna end up having to do be an accountant and being salty as fuck and being like you've been fucked over right right and 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 man dude you said a mouthful like what what really that's what really sucks too because it's like i didn't i didn't know um well, I know a lot of people who still don't know, like, proper, like, publishing and stuff for their mm-hmm. music and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, man, yeah, you just got to do your homework. I learned at a very, um, I feel like I learned it too late, but, like, phew, the, the people I be seeing now coming around, I'm like, damn, I, I know a lot of shit because oh yeah, they there's so many people who don't understand like you got to know the whole the whole job like and and that's something I was like I wasn't keen to in music school and and that's probably one reason that like I didn't I didn't complete but it was like like every bit of this shit is gonna be like taken care of by you first Mm -hmm. because it's like because because by the time you reach the level to where like you have enough money for like a publicist or something like that. You're not going to need it because right. you're going to have dumped through so many hoops that you're not going to want anybody to touch your stuff anyway. So, <laughs> right. It's like the, um, the thing of like, people don't realize it's like, no entrepreneur people and artist people are the exact same type of people. One just does one more to art. One makes an art, one makes a business, but it's the same thing of you have to know all parts, the, all the same shit. Because at the end of the day, you're going to want complete control over your shit. Because unless you know how to make money, how to make a living off your shit, you're going to, you're not going to be able to make a living off your shit. Like, and no one's going to tell you that uh, you're going to have to find, you either find that out the hard way or you get really, really lucky and then find that out the hard way. Right, right. You, and like, you might run across a a few people who like really genuinely want to help you. Right. But, um, but man, dude, it's just human. It's human nature. People are jealous. People, they don't want to see you. Uh, no, nobody wants to 
see you like succeed like easily you know right what's there's a uh there's a quote that that i've been saying that's like a combination of like two or three people's things i was like oh this is the best way to look at it there's like um it's 10 people one person's gonna like it four people are gonna be on the fence five of them are gonna be hate are gonna hate it out of those five people three of them are confused are confused uh admirers yeah oh dude that is perfect that is so perfect yeah, it's like no, wait, they have real. He's can like, wait, hold on. <laughs> okay, ten people. Right back. Ten people. One's gonna love it. Right. Four are gonna one's be gonna on the. It. Four are gonna be on the fence. Okay. Five are gonna hate it. Out of those five people who hate it, three of them are gonna be confused admirers. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, no, that's exactly, exactly, and a lot of people. I I'll, I'll tell you this one too. A lot of people. Or those confused admirers, those are the people who like, you know, if, if one more, if one chromosome was different, they would have loved it. Yep. And and that's why like you don't. That's I also tell I tell one of my homies this all the time to like take everything people think about you or say about you with a grain of salt because you don't know where that where it's. Like you don't know the place that it's coming from, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like some people are not, but because like there's constructive criticism, there's all types of shit. But like you gotta, you gotta really be able to decipher through all that because people are not like people's opinions is is a visceral thing, but it's also a very fleeting thing when it comes to art. So it's like you just gotta keep making the shit you make and. Mm. Make sure that shit is on point. Yeah. With yourself. Not like don't worry about I got a, I got enough solid of a standard in my head to where like what it I'm not worried about what other people think. <laughs> right. It's a it's a you you're it's a self awareness. Like you're like, I'm good. Like self esteem is yeah, self awareness. I'm good. <laughs> and sometimes I'd be like I'm bad, but I'm bad to myself. I'm mm -hmm. not bad to like this weird opinion other people have of me. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No, that's, that's, is definitely that, that, that people like that's, they even shows of how much you as like an artist and like of how much stuff you put out and people don't realize that's like, no, you have to work on this type of stuff before you can get to like any type of point because some, some people are going to say like, this thing is bad or something's going to be bad. And it's like, Oh, well you're going to, you're going to then be like, Oh, I shouldn't make this. I shouldn't do this. And like, well then, what what was the point then? You you need yeah, to yeah yeah go with you. You gonna do that? Yeah, exactly, man. Because you can't every time something like every time some shit doesn't go your way, or like you can't. Because eventually, what you're gonna do is you're gonna play the blame game on other people. You're gonna be so disgusted with the fact that like people aren't listening or people or or your shit ain't popping or whatever is gonna aggravate you to the point to where like you're going to start using other people as excuses, you know? Mm -hmm. And then that, that goes to me, whenever you hit that level, that makes me realize, Oh, well, you didn't really like enjoy doing this in the first place. You just thought that like, you were doing it for, to try to get people to look at it, not for its sake, not for the process. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I definitely get that. Like that's one thing I realized, like at least especially like, in in college and like 
or as time has gone on and as I've gotten older and removed from things, like even like, you know, that's one thing I talk about, like, you know, my former job that I had is like a thing that's like technically I was at I, for my age, everyone would be like, yo, the, you're hitting it. You're great. This is like the thing you want to do. And like during I was like, this is, does not make me happy. <laughs> do I enjoy the people I work with? Yes. Do, yeah. do, 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 do is it is it somewhat of like, am I good at this shit? Yes. But am I enjoying the process of it? No. Like, and if I'm not enjoying the process of it, it's kind of like a, oh, that doesn't like make me happy. It, it's not going to make me content with my own life. It's like a, it's like a, I can figure out a way to do this in a way where it's, where it's good and it can be something that I enjoy and I can be good at it and I can be with people I like kind of thing. But it's more of an accepting with myself to be like, oh no. Or it's more of like a having like a real enough talk with yourself to look at reality kind of thing. Right, right, right. And yeah, and that's super important. A lot of people don't um a lot of people don't uh have that have that conversation with themselves or just not fully honest with yourself. Because if you lie to yourself, it's over, you know? Mm-hmm. But then like you already as there's like a say, what is it? That's like the easiest person to lie to is yourself. Cause it's, 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 it's right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty funny. Yo, t- this year is, uh, just sidebar. This year is the first year that I have to file a 1099. Oh shit. Yeah. So I got to file a couple of them too. <laughs> cause, cause, cause I was getting into stocks as well. So yeah i i i same here my dude same here yeah uh, <laughs> it'd be that year playing uh, the game playing the game um uh, but yeah well going off i did have like so what was it so i i i obviously because you had like you said you had some medical things but what uh, why else in the power farm i know you're a big farming dude plant dude thing but where the idea of like you know now that you're doing like doing that like lunch plate thing where'd that come from because i think that's really cool i saw you start doing that i was like that's a dope idea. Farming. Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, um, you know, working a lot. And uh, between between one job and another, and I got, I mean, to be honest, I got like three jobs right now. But Just that hustle. Um, that's the hustle, yeah. But I was looking at it, and Lafayette that has like, they have, I was about to say they have no vegan spots, but they do. You can get a lot of great vegan food at Scratch Farm. You can get a lot of good vegan food at Priya's. You can get a lot of great vegan food at uh, Taco Sisters and stuff like that. But uh, but it's not like New Orleans, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like or or and, and like or like Austin or like Atlanta or all these great places in the South where like people have come very very conscious about what they're putting in their body mm-hmm. but so i was like looking at the vegan community i was just like okay let me okay I know th- about roughly a, a good amount of vegan people who will come across my timeline on facebook or instagram or something and uh i was like okay well maybe well i thought the vegan community was super small Oh. Which it is, but it's not, as it's small, not like, as well as you thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not as small as I thought. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just post that. I'm a, like, I'll be cooking like these one pot dishes. And I was like, I'm going to just post and see what happens. And the first time I did it, it was, um, 
I did like a butternut squash plate over quinoa with just like a side salad and uh, some plantains. Man, fucks with some quinoa too. Yeah, dude, quinoa is awesome. If you're trying to if you're trying to gain uh, some muscle, that's my shit. On a on a vegan diet, definitely eat quinoa with as many meals as you can. Dude, like like me personally, I don't. I, so I fuck up rice like really easily. <laughs> I don't know why. I just can't do it. Uh, yeah, I, dude. I so so that became my like saving grace when I had when I was living Lafayette. I was like, wait, I could cook this other thing called quinoa that's basically like rice, but I get protein. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, dude. And you don't get like the sticky rice shit. Yes, yes, dude. I I fucks with quinoa. That's my that's uh that was a life change. That was a life changer. <laughs> that was a life changer. Lafayette <laughs> was quinoa. Yeah, dude. Quinoa, quinoa is definitely uh some next level stuff. So I I I cooked that. And, um, like almost like 20 people hit me up the first, well, over 20 people hit me up the first day, but I only had enough food for like 16 plates. Oh shit. And so like, and then I recalibrated the next time, like 20 people hit me up next time, like 25, next time 30. And so it's like, it's just been building. I haven't done it uh, since we've been frozen because I do it out of a, a friend's house. I cook because like the the place where uh, where me and Elizabeth are at right now, it's like it's just it's just it's nice, it's super nice, but it's like built for us. Like mm. is I cannot cook for thirty people out of that kitchen. Right, that'd be a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I just man, I just I got into I've been off of the meat for about like four years. I was vegetarian, and like I said, I had some uh, gastrointestinal issues and whatnot from just, I had a super poor diet when I was younger, Uh, just a combination of, like, southern food and, like, garbage that we all used to eat. Dude, that's, like, my biggest, like, I'm, like, I realize that I, like, I am, like, a relatively healthier person now, and, like, I'll over time become healthier, but that is always, like, my one scare. Because I remember being a kid and eating, like, ridiculously bad things. And I'm like, dude, is this going to come back and bite me in the ass? Like, I really try to stay healthier now. But it's like, I feel like this, like, that's, like, my one, like, slight fear. Yeah. Is this, like, Yeah, well, man. I mean, if, if it hasn't bit you in the ass by now, you probably beat the worst of it. Which, I don't, I don't know if that's, like, the best medical uh, <laughs> <laughs> We have no, We hold no licenses. We hold no... <laughs> Yeah, I am not a I am not a medical professional, but I will tell you that like a lot of it bit me in the ass, literally, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's not fun. And but like what it really taught me was the whole food thing. I'm gonna be honest. I could sum it up all right here, and it ain't got shit to do with um, eating meat, not eating meat, and whatnot. Even though I I could prove ten different ways that you shouldn't be eating it, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, bro. It's just instant gratification. Ever since we like came out of the jungle and we like learned how to cook food and shit. Like we just been trying to shorten the process between like man and food. So fast food is like the biggest example of that. That's like the the caveat. That's that's the it in its grossest form, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, food went from survival and nourishment 
to to essentially just like it's not even like because like some people would just be like well what about the art of like the culinary art and whatnot that's fine and whatnot but that even in that form there's patience involved you know Mm -hmm. it's like small dishes and and very particular things and like good sourcing of food and whatnot when it comes to like fast food and processed food and stuff that shit is just like prepackaged garbage that you could just push out as fast as you can to like keep that profit going and and you know i mean all food in a lot of ways prevents people from dying of starvation in the immediate right but you got to give me more than that you know what i'm saying i could eat i could eat a lot of shit that'll prevent me from starving mm-hmm. <laughs> and um I'm I'm about nutrient denseness. I'm about real real food. I'm about living food, and and I cured so many things by changing my diet. I cured depression, anxiety. I still got a little bit of anxiety. Mm-hmm. But, I mean that's uh, not that's not gonna go away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we got some things for that. Uh, <laughs> I just I just really try to like uh, stay healthy and stuff. I haven't drank since. Uh, well, I had a stiff, uh, me and my girlfriend split a Stella mm-hmm. last weekend. That was the first drink I had since August. Nice, nice. And I was like, and I and I know you know what the Stellas look like. Those, those are little, very yeah, yeah. small drinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah so. that's, that's what's up, man. I feel you. Like, that's, that's one, that's like a dope thing about like when you get that shit like in order, like that's, at least to me personally, that's one thing like, I have been very, you know, as that has been one interesting thing about this time is like really because of all the time you have in your hands, you kind of start realizing shit. And so like, I also have been getting like my, like my diet in order and shit and cut out like a lot of, like a lot of shit. And it's like, oh no, these are like the shit I like. And some, and it's like, this shit makes me feel better. Yeah. I'm going to stick with this. Like as much as I can, like me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Like I you ever, you do a food diary. Yeah, I did. I did during college, and now I've started. Like that was like the thing. I need to do it again. Like I need to update my shit. Um, when yeah. I, like one thing I did that really helped me, honestly, was doing the uh water fast. Uh, doing like a good yeah. twenty four hour fast. Like I've been trying to do those more often. Like one, at least like once a month or like every like three weeks. Um, is do like a twenty four hour fast because it like resets you. It really like it makes you kind of realize it's like oh I'm craving shit that. I haven't wanted it in like years. The fuck? That's weird. Yeah. That's weird as shit. Yeah, dude, you really get to like, and I, the, I've been trying to uh, put people on to that, to, to fasting as well, mm-hmm. because I did a lot of, I did several fasts during uh, my whole in and out of the hospital situation. Yeah. And, and I try to continue um, to me on like my best in like my best terms of limit living i haven't been doing fast lately but like every uh, i i try to intermittent fast like a couple times a week mm-hmm. yep but as far as like um like a good water fast i feel like if everybody did one like every two weeks or once a week we would be in such better shape because like um i've been reading a lot of science science studies and one of the biggest um 
markers for mitochondrial strength is the ability to fast i mean it just gives your body a break yo like if you're con like if you really think about it it's like if you're constantly putting stuff into something and constantly like going it's like constantly working on this one fucking thing your body right, never has right. a fucking break it's like oh yeah you don't constantly run your fucking car like <laughs> right right because if you did that shit would break down so quick and it's like your resilience to stuff humans have up until now humans humans have been able to go without food for so long yes because like we had to like the only reason one of the only reasons me or you is even talking right now is because our ancestors were able to survive without food for long periods of time yep i mean look at other it's like look at other animals other animals don't eat every day like I'm not, like it's like look at the way biology and other stuff works it's like if you look at the mm -hmm. world and this is how things and then, act. I don't think. We, and then we, when you're sick, yeah, when you're sick, bro, like you're natural. When you, you never want to like, eat, exactly, bro, because you're not supposed to be. And like a lot of people, because I was bad off. Like my diet was so poor back in the day, I would confuse myself to thinking that like I would want like certain snacks. Mm -hmm. Like if I if somebody forced me to fast which nobody ever did. I used to fast when I was younger just for fun because I was into, like, samurai <laughs> and shit. Yeah. But, uh, like, if somebody forced me as a child to fast, oh, shit, no, no I want a ho-ho or, <laughs> or something like that. Or, like, or like no, 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 I want some, like, french fries or something. And it's just, like, I don't know. We're I in short, we're in America for sure. I'm not gonna speak on any other place I don't live at, but in America, we are for sure addicted to food at like the highest level. Oh yeah, we're the most. We're the most. I'm saying this as a person who works at a wine store, and I realize at this point, I I have I have slowly cut down more and more. But it made me realize how much people drink alcohol is also working at a fucking wine store. Um, we are definitely one oh, of yeah. the most. Uh, food addicted, drug addicted societies, for fucking sure, compared to a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't. And and it's not like. And I'm not going. Uh, again, I haven't been here, but uh, like Italy and stuff, they drink a lot, and they eat a lot of bread, but they also walk everywhere. So. <laughs> It's a, the, the culture, their culture is different, you know? Like, I'm a big, like, fan of other cultures. And even, like, I'm a big fan of it, Italian culture. Like, all the motherfuckers who live long, I'm a big fan of theirs. Like, I'm trying right, to live right. long as fucking possible. So, so. Right, right. And when people say, when people say, um, when people say, like, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I just be thinking, like, well, your time here must not be that good if you're trying to, like, cut it down. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to find out what I like and trying to do that as much as possible, but then also that way I could do that as long as possible, <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely for um for as long as I can do it. I I don't man, I yeah, they have some so many great people who are like uh old old and, and still like, do shit. Look, and yeah. look young as fuck and still do this shit. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nah, that's one thing that it's like looking at those type of things. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, we, we have to, we have to, you know, at least me personally, like people I know and like 
It's like if I find out some stuff that works for me and someone asks me asks asks me ask yeah you yes. know that word um you know what that makes me like it's like look this is what works for me I I do this I do this I do this and I'm trying to live as long and do what I want as long as possible. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, that's what I'm, man, that, thank you. I'm glad we're on the same page there, because that knowledge is, like, so, so important. And a lot of people, it, I, it, for me, it goes back, and this is, people can say what they want, but this is based on, like, what I've learned from, like, my meditations and my research. It's just, like, the more you can apply patience, discernment, what is it? What's, what's that word discipline <laughs> what's that word <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah discipline and uh you know you you can preserve a lot of the stuff you got going on here and make it like way better because i don't know when i when i see some of the people who are on like the real stuff that i want to be on like wim hof mm-hmm. and and uh Aris latham and like um I don't know. There's just so many people uh, who are just like on another plane. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to astral project <laughs> and, and, and really uh, figure out how we going to save this whole situation. Yeah, man. I feel that. That's like the time when I, I like for me, that's the same thing as whenever I find out when someone told me, they're like, yeah, when you meditate 10,000 hours, your uh, brain is wired differently. I'm like, all right, cool. Go, let's go. Like I'm gonna start. Yeah. I'm gonna start now, and I'm gonna do it as much. I'm gonna start slowly accumulating, slowly, slowly, slowly building up. And when I hit that, you'll know when I hit that ten thousand hours mark. I'll have a have my scientist friends be like, "All right, cool. Look at my brain now. Tell me how my right. brain is wired differently now, please." Yeah, I want to see. I want to see the red on the parts that ain't red for other people. Yeah, I want to understand <laughs> when they do the when they do the scan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I w- I want to um, I'm definitely trying to uh, elevate more, which you know, Africa, <laughs> <laughs> Africa. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I got like three more topics ish, I guess. Um, let's go. When is uh, what is what it? So let's not say advice. Let's say counsel. What's the best piece of counsel or a counsel you could give? to people uh that you have ever gotten or like you know could give to others because the that the people who listen to this are like in their 20s most or or 18 and you know it tells me it's like eight it goes from like 18 to 22 is like the majority of the audience but then i feel i know my younger people younger than 18 listen to this because my little siblings also listening to listen to this in like high school and shit. Oh yeah. So we're gonna say yeah, yeah. It's like you you motherfuckers are lying on this shit. Uh uh, because I know you've listened to this shit. It's like are you 18 or older? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. Uh it's like this is an explicit podcast. Yeah, right. Uh Uh-huh. Um but listen (laughs) we're gonna put this on while we play Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um but let's say, you know for people like in general and you know you can always give counsel to people older than you as well but like you know what's some counsel you can give to people that you have in your in your in your like years of life and knowledge and meditation and astro- lucid dreaming and you know moving on and any of those things you know what's the best piece of advice you could give to someone or you know one piece of advice two three you know something like that something in there uh 
Yeah, well, I, I don't know how to sum it up entirely, but I could tell you, like... Give us a parable. <laughs> Give us a story. Yeah, some things that I've grasped, I, I would say one important thing is, like, living in the now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taken me so, like, I don't know if you could tell by my voice... You're very slowed down that you that when at like people you don't understand. I haven't talked to this man in a good moment, and like he, this man is very not the same, <laughs> like not in a complete not the same way, <laughs> but it's very like a yes, cool, like yeah, he is very he was more not active, I guess, because that's what I pointed out. Like when I first heard you, I was like, it sounds like you just came for work, like you're, but it's not that. It's not even that. It's like a. I'm a, I was a little more staticky back when we. Yeah, it's like a, it's it's a yeah. little it's a little more calmness, or as you put it, patience, patience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think living in the now is pretty much like it's taken me a while to achieve that, and I and I'm still I work on it every day. I work really really hard at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom, shouts out my mom because, you know, mom's always becoming geniuses overnight, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And giving us like lectures and stuff. But my mom, the last thing she sent me was like, I've it was like a it was like a meme or something, bro. And it <laughs> said like <laughs> and it said, but to her it's just like a quote. It's right. just like a yeah, so but it was like it's a an meme image. That it's, said, it's, it's just an image, yeah. Yeah, it's an image. And it was like, um, I've made a lot of mistakes. I've uh I'm not a perfect person, I've done stuff that I regret. But every day I wake up and I try to be a better person than I was the day before. And I feel like that's a, that's a, it's a really good, like, short-term understanding of this whole thing. And, um, you know, just to constantly, uh, to constantly be trying to not invent a better person or anything, but just try to be be completely in this moment and like really really um work hard at bettering that because like if you worry about the past or if you worry about the future or well, i mean then fuck the present you could just you know <laughs> you you're not you're not fully locked in and um and i think that really like transcends beyond that too because like when i read a lot of like the buddhist teachings that i love and like mm. a lot of um a lot of stuff from like comedic um, yogis and stuff like that. And even people like Wim Hof and whatnot. Yeah, it's all about just the now, just like the breath and taking on what's going on right now and trying to uh, make it better. And um, so, I mean, in short, yeah, that that would probably be the best advice I, I see right now for the world. It's just like live in the now and, and try to um, be here and be the best version of yourself right now. I don't know if I have another one, though. That was uh, pretty dope, though. <laughs> like, it was like, I, I don't, yeah. that's a pretty poignant, like, just live in the now, man. Live in the now. Yeah, just really, just really, because when I was younger, I used to think of that as, like, that would have been, like, the laziest shit you ever told me. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, live in the now, like, don't worry about anything, so... We're not going to worry about bills or, or nothing else. But, I mean, as I get older and I have more bills and I have more issues, I find the only way to um, to finesse all that and uh, 
you know, really get it done is to just be on point every current moment I can, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you're worried about the future, your present is not going to get you there because mm-hmm. you're not present, you know? Right. And um, I don't know if, now as far as like a, a very a very tangible advice I would give to everybody right now because I firmly believe and we can go to this is this is gonna be the conspiracy side of the podcast. <laughs> FYI, this comes out in March. So does your conspiracy have anything to do with the current month? Oh <laughs> uh, no no no! My conspiracy. Uh, it's a this mu- is a general general conspiracy. This ain't even conspiracy. I'm the fuck that. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna validate the powers that be's intentions by calling it a conspiracy. This is truth. They are trying to kill us. <laughs> and most of it is already being done through our food. So um, I would I would suggest everybody try to take on a holistic diet of some kind. I don't mess with meat. I don't mess with animal products. But if you can source them properly and they don't have all types of fear hormones and, um, you know, crazy shit injected into them, you know, do your thing, but stay healthy because like, as far as like coronavirus and like all the stuff going on right now, we're just not going to, we're just not going to beat it until like people are healthy, you know? Right. Cause like you look at the areas of, of the world that aren't suffering from it as much. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it's just a health thing. It's like, really, I mean, a lot of older people obviously were set to die from this thing at the beginning, you know? Yeah. Because, because it's just, it's just what happens when these viruses take hold. It's just like the older population. I mean, we're living in their footsteps, you know? Right. So whatever health standards they've set up, it's, it's going to, if, if it's, a week if it's a poor living condition they're gonna die from it first but we're still subject to like all these things so it's like people really uh really need to you know take it seriously but take it seriously the whole way you know take your everyday health seriously and like you know take your vitamins and stuff my mom dude i'm talking about my mom my mom's the only person at her job who did not catch covid and she eats (laughs) eats fruits every day and takes zinc every day. Damn. And she has not uh you know, knock on wood, she has not had it yet. Damn. And she's a social worker. She's like damn. Yeah. Well, she's a program development specialist, but she it's pretty much the same thing and she works with like a lot of very sick people all the time. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, uh my Second to last thing is, uh, I let you ask. A, I let the guests ask a question. Uh, you can take you can take some quiet time with your, with thinking about it. But uh, yeah, I let you ask a question. Man, I want to ask ask like a tech question. <laughs> um. Oh, look! I ask you a question. You want to make another uh, uh graphic for the website? Sure. Yeah, you can make whatever you want, and it'll be the it'll be the new thing. It'll be the new thing. Cool. I can do that. 
I need to uh I need to do I know you expected it was gonna be like a question that you could answer. answer. Yeah, I was like it's it's more of a taskmaster master right, kind right, of thing. Can we get a not taskmaster question? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me give you I wanna this is this is my techie question for you. Okay. Where do you think crypto is gonna be in the next five years? Okay. <laughs> that's that's more of a tech that's more of a techie question. Um Okay, when you mean I'm very concerned. When you mean by I, I don't, okay, okay, what do you mean by that? This here, this should oh, this should more than enough say how much I've looked into this. When you mean crypto, do you mean Bitcoin? Do you mean NFTs? Do you mean blockchain technology? Do you mean which? What do you specifically mean? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean uh, block uh, man. <laughs> uh, all right, okay, so, so I, I, this is how I feel about Bitcoin. I feel okay. like Bitcoin is going to be like, um, what question are you trying to standard? get? Answered? Yeah, what question are you trying to get answered for yourself right now? Basically, damn. I mean, I I want all the questions answered now. Like, <laughs> I am not. I am not okay, an oracle. <laughs> okay, let's start. Let's let's start off with a uh, let's say blockchain technology. Okay, but uh. Yeah, blockchain technology. Okay. Where do you think okay. that's gonna be in the next five years? Okay, here I'll break it down because that's a better way to look at this. Okay, so blockchain technology itself, like just general block, the idea of the blockchain technology, starting there, that that has now revolutionized everything. That's like the internet. Okay, let's start there. So in the next five years, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. It's like you asking me, like you know, a couple years ago, if I had made MySpace, and they were like, oh. Is this thing gonna be a thing in five years? I've been like, hell yeah. Um, so <laughs> we'll start with that. And no, no, it wasn't a thing five years later. Facebook tickets ate its lunch. Um, but so I, as of right now, there are two possible now for Bitcoin, which I know is the next thing. Bitcoin has two possible ways. We are now past the point of will it be a thing? Yes, there are still people holding out whether it's gonna be a thing or not. That's bullshit. Um, it's gonna be a thing. Um, the two possibilities, in my view, are the government adopts it, and then that doesn't solve our problem, which our real problem is fractional reserve banking. Or oh, you you talking about like not being on a gold standard? Yes, like yes, it 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 as they say, it's like oh, this replaces gold, and like you can we can do all this our own shit. It's like yeah, but that doesn't re- re- that doesn't replace the whole problem that's caused our current financial crisis that they, that some people in the big blockchain community thinks it will fix. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the great reset. Yeah. That's not going to fix that. <laughs> that's going to make that way worse. Blockchain, blockchain will okay. not fix that problem. That is not the problem. It's yeah. going to fix. If, 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 if the governments adopt it. Now, the other problem is if governments do not adopt it. And if they do not adopt it, the next problem we have is we're finding governments now. Um, and, you know, overall, humans win, you know, tech, like betting against technology overall is a good, we're, is not a good idea. It's just, it's a matter of when, you know, you don't, you know, you don't want to yeah. time things. You want to be in them kind of thing. It's like, you don't want to, you don't want to time the market. You want to be, you want time in the market. That way you don't have to time the market. I don't, I don't know when block, when Bitcoin is going to do whatever, but there's a real possibility as was pointed out to me by, uh. Uh, entrepreneur who I look into, he's like, the real problem is going to be when they start 
when the United States government wants to fight the people who own Bitcoin because that's where America because they're gonna own the (laughs) actual wealth. Yeah, so it's the it's the idea of like if the if America does adopt it, we don't solve our problems and that our whole thing doesn't get solved, not the way people think it's gonna be. Um, initially in like a five year to time ten year time span kind of thing. Okay. But the other side of that is that if that doesn't happen, um, if it doesn't adopt it, we will probably accelerate faster to the idea of the nation state dying and us all becoming one. The problem with that is for that to happen, there will be civil wars. There will be like Oh yeah, no, there's without 100%. question. So it's a it's a question 100%. of it's a question of, you know, when it's a it is a question of when and you know it's it's kind of a question of what we want first too well yeah that's why you know and then the the last part about that is then you know on top of that so let's say they do adopt bitcoin a thing that is actually people have not talked about which most people don't realize is ethereum and DeFi. and what ethereum and DeFi. oh well ethereum is doing really well right well the thing that ethereum can do so that's like the so like what Bitcoin is is more monetary. Ethereum acts as a contract, and the important important thing about contracts that a lot of people don't realize is that's what all of our government is used for. Our government protects our contracts. <laughs> so, right, 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 if if that that's that's why you have the government. That's what we do. Like you know, if I steal from you. You know that the government, you can technically, technically go to someone, the government, and they're going to come out me with guns and be like, give him his shit back. Yeah, because there's a law that backs up me Right. in the case that you were to steal something from me. So the contract, they're contractually obligated to uphold the law. Right. So the thing that Ethereum does is also on top of that makes the initial thing even more horrible because then you don't need governments to back up your shit. And so that then goes back to will governments allow us to do that? <laughs> will governments allow us to do that kind of thing? The United States, the United States is not a good prospect. You know, I agree with you, as I've already seen of like moving somewhere else. Like you've been looking at Tanzania. I've been looking at I've heard a lot of good things about Tanzania on top of other places. Um, so oh, yeah, dude. My, my ass is learning a <laughs> lot of different languages is on my way of learning a lot of different languages. And when I tell you I will not I do not plan to be in America in the next five to 10 years, I do not plan to be in America the next five to 10 years because (laughs) I don't want, I just don't, I personally don't want to take the bet of like, as you say, there is going to be like, this is the thing that at least a lot lot of economic people think is going to happen. We're going to have a twenties. We're gonna have a boom and then a bust most likely. And I want to take as much advantage of the boom as possible. But I do, I do think that, you know, in the end case at the very end, blockchain is going to dominate everything. Bitcoin might be the and Ethereum might be the underlying layers of all this shit that our kids kids use to like under to you know do whatever digital payments and whatever cool fucking futuristic shit ends up happening in the future and all mm-hmm. their shit's fucking connected and like all that shit but as of right now we're definitely in the that transition era <laughs> and I don't know when that change is going to come, but there's definitely sign. It's enough signs in my view that it's like, oh, it's a question of how much, how much will the government try to fight the change? Basically. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the final thing, NFTs are just basically non-fungible tokens, which is basically Ethereum contracts. 
um, but based on art and like single things. So like it's like kind of owning a uh, like a piece of art on the blockchain, basically. And so it's kind of like if you own like the original Mona Lisa, um, mm-hmm. and people can like reprint like stuff off the Mona Lisa, but you as a person say like I own this thing, this one single like one of a kind thing. Yeah, and you can sell that ownership of that thing which is going to be great for artists and things like that because then you can make collectibles, you can make art, you can make all this shit, digital shit, basically, and then sell that to, you know, different people. And that's a way you can make, collect basically, collectibles yourself. You're basically creating the Louvre on the blockchain is basically what NFTs does. But then, yeah. you, But it doesn't just apply to, like, art. It applies to, like, music and, like, you know, visuals and, like, memes and, like, 20 million other things you know yeah yeah it kind of makes the entire internet like the physical yeah it's an upgrade so like this is all upgrading the internet basically in a way it's just we don't know to what extent like you know like i say when they first yeah made, you, we don't know what it's gonna be valued right it's like you know when they first made like in the 90s when they first made like chat rooms and shit they weren't like well, some people, some people did predict some of this shit, which is the craziest fucking shit to me. Um, but yeah, yeah, those those people are very. Shouts out to shouts out to everybody who uh, saw everything coming because sci-fi of the novels, man. Sci science fiction really does like call some shit sometimes. And dude, X Men. Oh, <laughs> dude, don't, don't even get me started. Who... Don't even get me started on the idea of X Men with fucking uh. Sp- Oh, what's the fucking thing called? Sp- splicer, split, not was the C, not whatever the CRISPR, CRISPR, fucking CRISPR. CRISPR, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, dude. X Men, X Men knew it all. Oh yeah. There's just so much. There's 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 a lot of. But in the next five years, I do I don't know exactly. I think five years is the call. Four years is gonna be the real call because then that's the next administration. <laughs> And that, yeah. admin- and that, based on what happens this administration, I think that will say what will happen next administration. Based off of last administration, I think we're going to have a lot, a lot more activity in Bitcoin and Ethereum and blockchain. But I do think at some point you're going to have a bit of a burst in which, because everything's in a bubble basically at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything's going to, like the bubble itself is going to pop. We're going to have like a 2008 housing crisis type of event no matter what i think that's definitely gonna happen it's a question of when oh yeah dude that that's definitely gonna happen too and and i keep thinking about that i keep thinking about um oh man so many things china oh dude uh, chi- dude, we, there's so many things there that it's like the 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 what was it th- what was the thing i was reading something and there's like a book about this and the person's thing was like the only solution that america really has is to try to get to 1 billion people through like immigration having kids incentivizing people to like work like a motherfucker and invention because we're going to get outpaced by china at this rate they have more people they they have they already have shit ahead of us we're fucking killing ourselves <laughs> yeah dude yeah there's Man, I'm glad to hear that you're uh you're thinking about moving though. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 at the very least. Well, I am recently. Uh, I'm re- I'm even though this cra- the craziest shit has happened in Texas right now. I am so I am planning to move to Texas that way I can slowly move out. You know, a little bit faster. I just that's just a co- that's just a hop in a coast to to Mexico. Um, and then from there it's a little bit easier to you know get away. 
from the craziness. Yeah, dude, you can re you can re uh, you know situate yourself. Exactly. So that's my my goal over time now is to slowly just you know I I'm never gonna I as I told my friend I'm never gonna expatriate because I have friends and family who live here and I would love to come visit them. But me myself yeah, live here. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying to have dual citizenship. Yeah, so I'm trying I'm trying to have my foot. You should look into. I'm, I'm trying to have my socks over here and everything else in yeah, Africa. You should look into. I know, we're just completely now going off topic. It's cool. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I have one question left, so it's fine. Um, and other okay. people should look into this if they're interested in this topic because we've gone so so off the rails at this point. Uh, you should look into Nomad Capitalist. He has a business. His name I don't remember. His name is Andrew. Um, he's this white. He's this white dude. He's from Ohio. He's hella cool. Um, he works Mm-mm. with like six figure people, but he does content on YouTube and has like books and it's all about traveling the world and be, and trying to not live in America <laughs> basically. And, and, and where you can go live his, uh, what is his fucking motto? His motto is go where you're treated best. And so he's all about like helping like people, uh, go different places and move places where it's like, yo, you should live. You, 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 if you don't want to deal with this chaos in this crazy place, you should have other options. You should get second citizenships. Everyone should have a second passport. Ever you, you like it's yeah. Like, I'm looking. I'm looking at him on uh on YouTube right yeah, now. I'm not ag- watching a video, but yeah, um, yeah. I don't agree with everything he always says. Obviously, but it's definitely like a thing of like, oh, this man knows what he's talking about, like traveling and knowing like which countries are you know good and not burning currently. Right. <laughs> and frozen. You should. You should also follow uh this dude. Um. He has way less production quality, but uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well this well he's been doing this for like a he's I think he's like ten years now. So this is this man's been doing this shit for like I just recently found him, but I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, okay. But yeah, this is like a I just thing. recently found this guy. His his YouTube name is Go Black to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and he gives a lot of great insights on like because he's like buying a bunch of property in Africa and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. And he's also like, uh, he's just like navigating through a bunch of African countries. And uh, he's a pretty solid dude. Um, Also, they have a guy, um, this dude's trying to travel every country in the world. Oh, shit. I feel like you might probably have seen him. His name's Drew Binsky. That name sounds very familiar. He's real famous on YouTube. He's like, every video got like, Four million views at least. Oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. I've just not never watched his stuff has come up. I just never watched any of it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's gone to every continent, every country in Africa so far. That's crazy. I think but I think I don't know when he started, but because of COVID, like once COVID oh, yeah, that hit like up. the only places you could travel was like in Africa. Right. But yeah, nah, that's that's cool. Yeah. I've definitely since all this has happened, and I like me in general. I've always been like a a person who's liked like other countries and different. Like I've never been like even my own family. They're like, yeah, we didn't we didn't expect you to stay in New Orleans for long. Uh, <laughs> uh, but because I've always been like I've always been interested in anime. I've always been interested in like southeastern shit. I've always been interested in Buddhism. Like I've always been interested in other fucking cultures. So this all this told me really at least at this point is like, oh okay, now I'm gonna get my money right. Time to get my health right and time to get shit right that way i can go leave and do what i really want to do because i don't want to be i don't want to be in the situation again right right 
And also, like, yeah. I don't know. It, it was like a real awakening in that way of like, yo, I could go travel the fucking world. <laughs> what am I mm-hmm. doing? <laughs> For real. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely hit, look up some of their, their, their stuff. I just saved a couple of videos. Um, but yeah, now, now that we're coming to the end of this, my, my last little thing um, is uh, what are you grateful for? Oh, man, dude. What a way to ask that question. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. It takes everyone back. This is the best part of the podcast. Uh, is that is that momentary? What are you waiting for? I felt for? like you were in the room with me when you, when you asked that just now. Good, good. Yeah, man. What are you grateful for, you know? uh, Man, dude, I'm grateful for absolutely everything. <laughs> I'm grateful for my family. Um, I'm grateful for Liz. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you oh, putting man. me on this. Uh, I'm really, I'm really grateful for uh, for music, man. I really, truly feel like music uh, saved my life in a lot of ways. Uh, I'm really, really grateful um, for time and like having an understanding of the concept of time and understanding that like. Um, you know, this isn't like our current life situations. It doesn't like make us because we're in like a, a way deeper, a deeper space paradigm of, of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm man, I'm really grateful for knowledge because every day, every day I'm learning more and more shit and piecing this whole life thing t- together a little better and not, uh, you know not blowing my brains out trying to figure out oh what's going on in the world yeah. like if you're not i feel like if you the more knowledgeable you are the more you can kind of see shit coming mm-hmm. that's what's up that's what's up yeah so right. i'm grateful for everything family friends food <laughs> everything everything oh that's what's up all right where where let the people know where they could how would, if they would like to contact you, hit you up, send the message, tell tell them how you've inspired them, listen to your music, any of those things, you know, how how could they, you know, get in contact with you? Okay, so if you want to contact me, or if you just want to, yeah, if you want to see what's up, I'm uh, <laughs> Instagram is dreams is lucid, dreams is lucid on on Instagram on a uh, Facebook um my name's Lucid Dreams on Facebook but you can if you put in dreams is lucid that's like my at on Facebook bandcamp lucid dream sounds.bandcamp.com soundcloud lucid dream sounds.soundcloud.com or soundcloud.com slash lucid dream sounds uh I'm on all platforms what else Twitch Oh yeah, you do Twitch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do Twitch now occasionally. I'm I'm trying to do it more. I'm gonna do it a uh, more scheduled one. Uh once I start figuring out my whole work situations a little better. But uh Twitch is Dreams is Lucid as well. But yeah, yeah, sh- come holla at me, buy some of my music on Bandcamp. Uh definitely support because it is much needed and I always show love back to everybody who uh supports me. Yeah, yeah. 
that's what's up. All these all these things will I will do my best to link them in the in the show notes and find them. Oh yeah. Also that's, follow me on Twitter. It's uh it's Dooley369. It's D-O-O-L-E-Y three six nine. My Twitter is kind of like whatever, but I I like I like knowing who's on Twitter because Twitter is a. Uh, I mean, I thought it was the last safe haven. Uh, I'm not salty that they blocked Trump on Twitter, but I could have dealt with Trump on Twitter. Yeah, this. <laughs> I, I, I I'm not gonna lie. That is def- that that's definitely a move. I I don't love. Like you know, I I don't I didn't like the man. I didn't you know. It, I didn't, like that's it's whatever. But like, like Twitter is where we get to watch him crash and burn. Yeah, like look, man, you Twitter don't... is not where you you don't need to be banning people off of that. I ban them off of YouTube because yeah. because to this day no president has had a YouTube channel because. They got strict situation. Like you can't say all that crazy stuff on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, no, there's. But tw- but Twitter, y'all ban y'all ban Trump. Meanwhile, any any twelve year old could go watch porn on Twitter right now. Yeah, nah, there's definitely. I definitely didn't love that. That was like a look, man. That wasn't a good move. <laughs> there's some things you shouldn't do. And look, they, yeah, you had, no, you were reasonable. It's like, mm, mm, not the best move. Because they're setting themselves up for failure later. Yep. It's it's like, not a well thought through move. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Go check out Usu Dream stuff. Go, go, go hit them up. Like I said, it'll all be in the I'll do my best to find them in the show notes. Uh remember to tell a friend. Remember to subscribe. And I think that's us. Yeah. See you guys next. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening.